listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I don't want to hurt a man, but I like to hear one beg. Two people touch twice a month in 10 hotels, and we call it long distance. He holds down one coast. I wander the other like any African-American. African with its condition. I'm sorry, Africa with its condition and America with its condition. And black folks born in this nation content to carry half of each. I shoulder my share. My man flies to touch me. Sky on our side, sky above his world, I wish to write, which is where I go wrong. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Wednesday, mm-hmm. a Walking Dead Wednesday. Yes, yes. And we got company. Yes. Uh, you guys should be very familiar with her voice, uh, cause she's been on the show many times. Mm-hmm. But in case you aren't, it's our girl, Miss Smart. What's going on? hey nothing much um actually can you guys hear me well we can hear you can you not hear us okay okay that's fine i won't put in the headphones so yeah i'm good um it's funny that i'm on today because today i did decline another job i'm always on here i wasn't looking for a job (laughs) yes Um, you live my dream she's just out here curbing people for jobs left and right not replying to text messages for jobs i feel the like best white woman of color life i, I don't need that one <laughs> yep yep well that's it oh well i'm happy that you're in a position to be able to turn down jobs come you know on I mean? uh yeah me too because uh, life can be hard in the streets um and it's been a it's been a while since we talked to you man what you been up to um, well, so I, like a couple of years ago, I had written a book and then I wrote another, well, I want to write another one, which is about the job search, because as you guys probably have surmised, I've had like eight offers in the last couple of years. Um, many of them I didn't even apply for. Um, so I was looking for people, I am looking for people uh, to sort of walk through the process that I go through and see if they can be, um, as successful. So if any of your listeners, um, you know, they're going to be obviously requirements on the type of people that I'm looking for, but I do want about three to five people that I can help, um, see if I can help get them through the process of getting job offers in other industries. Cause mm-hmm. I'm in IT and education. Okay. Well, um, education, IT, very most, that's fine as well. But I do want to, um, you know, lend my uh, talents to other people and then write about it. And what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Um, yeah, they can um, hit me up on um, the email at thinkprettysmart at gmail.com. Yeah. Cool. Hit her up, y'all. Like, uh, we out from time to time we get these emails in from people that are like man i hate my job it's, mm-hmm. you know you guys are inspiration to me because i you know i quit my job or i uh, lost my job and you guys help get me through and i'm like you know it's jobs is a, it's definitely a struggle and especially when it's tied to a lot of people's self-esteem and a lot of people are underpaid and especially black people and stuff like uh anything that you can use to try to help yourself get a leg up i suggest you use it so give her an email yeah yep and i know for me personally um job searching is very difficult particularly being black because a lot of times i can't speak for everybody else but a lot of times you already going really low expectations from the beginning unless you're kind of taught and shown what you're worth 
and and also when you change fields like your degree can be in one thing and you can know how to do that thing very well so it's hard for people to look outside of that field other than what they've been doing for 10 15 sometimes 20 years but i've realized that Mm -hmm. most people that i've talked to that's in their 30s and 40s and some in their 50s what they do now has little to nothing to do with the field that they got their degree in they've changed careers several times it's like it's part of life but the way society teaches you is that hey if you don't got expertise in this or if you don't know anything about this you know don't even waste your time applying for these other fields Mm-hmm. i'll tell you what else is part yep. of part of life um our sponsor today guys we are sponsored by shadow down productions and we have two audio play albums and they would like y'all to cop them speaking of working in other fields uh you can find them on uh podomatic i mean like you can find them on i was gonna say stitcher and podomatic but that's actually where you find our podcast you can actually find them on spotify well you find our podcast on title and on spotify as well but anyway you can find them on spotify uh search the best of rod and karen or sunspot and other ratchetness it'll come up leave us um you know reviews and stuff if you buy them off of uh, apple um or uh amazon you know you can go ahead and leave us some reviews uh but if not just go listen to them and enjoy them um like i said we're always working on stuff and pretty soon we should have some more stuff out and mm-hmm. uh we appreciate y'all for support shout out to our productions um all right guys i know what the people want all right and i'm not like i said i'm not even trying to give y'all any black fucking with black people any history any of that i don't want to end, start these reviews off mad i want to get straight into it okay <laughs> we're here to recap the walking dead um where's my walking dead music oh here we go <laughs> that's right walking dead is back for episode 109 wow the lost and the plunderers is the name of it directed by david boyd um lowest ratings since like season two mm-hmm. six point really? yeah mm-hmm. 6.82 million um, yeah, I believe that. I believe that because last week was the uh, the episode coming back, right? Yeah, right. And for some reason, they have a tendency. Everybody will watch that first episode when they return from a break or start a season. Mm-hmm. Then after that, people will just be like, "I'm good." After that, well, it was funny is that I think this is the biggest drop off from that that return in the season to the next episode. So it had a eight point two eight million last week. This week has six point eight two million, so it's a pretty big drop off. Um But the weird part is that people are still watching though. They just not watching live. Mm, I don't know what the plus seven days is or any of that and stuff. Not only that, we talked about it, the streaming, the torrent, yeah. like they say people are watching, so it's like people are actually watching and a lot of people are actually still enjoying the show, but they're like, I I'm just not watching it live well um the lost and the plunderers uh is dealing with the aftermath of carl's death oh somebody said it was doing oscars too which i didn't think about oh yeah it was during oscars but i bet you it's always during the oscars since it's always in that february and and march after on a sunday so they probably always dealt with that but you know i feel like 
feel like I hear a lot of people or I feel like I see less tweets and I hear a lot of people saying or tweeting that, oh, y'all still watch that. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's just us that still watch it. Yeah, I do feel like is a less people watching it. And uh, to, a, to a certain degree, I kind of like less people watching it because yes. when more people were watching it, there were a lot of people who were just watching out of habit and they would just spend the whole time on the timeline complaining complaining or tagging me to shit that they complain about and you know it just never like i didn't that's not why i got into it so you know i didn't need people to tag me in there this is what i don't like about the show or why are you watching this show or this is what i hate about it you know like you know what cool y'all move on to something else so i'm okay with it but we'll see where it goes because that's a pretty low rating 6.82 um at any rate uh what'd you guys think about this episode um the lost and the plunderers i'll start first as you Karen. i enjoyed it i enjoyed it a lot it 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 was a lot better than i thought it was going to be i had a ball all right what about you miss smart Uh, the first time i saw it i didn't like it but then the second time i liked it like a lot because yeah. it explained a lot for me yeah um it's weird too because the first time i watched it, i thought it was okay and then on my rewatch i thought it was really good which marks like the third time in a row that that's happened um this season although well actually last week i thought the first time i watched that episode was pretty good but i think uh the rewatching has made the episodes better for me uh which was not happening at the beginning of the season like i rewatch and be like eh uh but this time once again i was like yo they really did a good job um and i think it's because they're getting close to the end of this negan saga yes and storylines are coming together getting streamlined and they're killing stuff off now this is about that time every year when they normally have like two filler episodes right around this area like of just like we need to stall and and get to 16 i hope we don't have that this this season please don't so um well i'll break it down the way we've been breaking it down i'll go by location i think there were only three locations this week um yeah there were so i'll break it down by location and then we'll get into um the feedback um i'll start first with oceanside because it had the least to do with anything else um and then we'll get into uh um alexandria and the saviors and oh wait i guess the junkyard is another location so four locations all right oceanside aaron and enid last time we saw them they got captured by the oceanside women after enid shot natanya who was the leader of the group uh of oceanside women she's the older woman that's i think her granddaughter is cindy um so they enid shot natanya and then they got surrounded and captured and they gave up their weapons so they end up being led inside and tied to a radiator which looked like the same radiator that uh tara was tied to remember when she got captured up there and watched them eat fish soup yes uh so they uh tell cindy that uh now that natanya's dead she's the new leader and uh they remind her that oh wait now i'm hearing the echo miss smart i'm sorry might need those headphones you're hearing an echo yeah i, I can hear okay, myself give me just a second. yeah speaker no problem um we'll get what'd you say i said yeah i can hear myself on the speaker no um no problem okay hold on all right um i'm probably just feedback yeah yeah no problem uh we'll get right back to that but um 
yeah so um while they're, they're they get tied to this radiator um and um the basically the women discuss their fate and they tell natasha i tell cindy like hey these motherfuckers killed your grandmama you the leader now you got the juice and it's up to you what we do to them and all of it like whether we kill them or whether we let them live anything and a little girl says we should just kill them that's that same badass little girl that uh which mccall was going back like that little girl th- that little girl is the prime example of what Carl was like that's what you don't want mm, yeah that's tara um tara gave her the middle finger right right that's that yeah that that's that's what happens when killing becomes very easy and it's almost like no humanity behind it is like oh you got to die all right i got to kill you and we just it, we just keep it moving it's just effortlessly because she wanted to kill that dude that washed up on the beach that time yes um like she she is all There's about no balance there yeah and this and thinking keep in mind this is what kids in the oceanside society must be learning right because their grandma because their rule is like you come here we kill you and that's what she's grown to know so she was like hey i don't know you bitch you got to die yeah kill everybody is their motto so um they end up having um like i said letting uh cindy decide if we're gonna kill this person or not uh and they go walk outside and then um aaron turns to to enid while they're tied up uh and of course left alone and unguarded because that's smart um <laughs> aaron turns to ina and he's like we're gonna get out of this and ina's like oh I, i'm not even worried about that that's not what it's about um she's more concerned with the fact that she had to kill um natalia right and she's like um it's not about that she made it so i had to i had to kill her i'd do it again i'd have to even though even knowing i'd feel this way and because she obviously feels bad that she had to kill that old lady um and then the people come back in the women come back in and they untie them and you know first i'm like damn that was quick they're just gonna let them go but then they start handcuffing them again and it becomes apparent that they're gonna kill them right and cindy couldn't even make eye contact with these niggas she was like supposed to be the leader the one that's deciding to kill them but we know cindy is kind of soft-hearted right you know like she was kind of down she was the one listening to tara when tara was up there like she's very much a um well let's hear them out maybe it got a point do we got to kill everybody type of person so i'm assuming when they went outside and came up with the punishment cindy was probably just going along to get along like yeah we got to kill him and and she really didn't mean that shit Mm-mm. um and so enid goes for i'd like to speak to a manager when <laughs> yeah <it> was, like <laughs> soon as they're like we gonna kill you Enid's like i have something to say okay first of all the service here is terrible um but she was like you better have a good reason for doing this other than thinking it'll make you feel better because it won't why would you kill us to punish us don't you get it killing is the punishment you execute us then maybe some of ours will come looking for us then maybe they'll take you'll take them out but eventually enough of them will come back and they will wipe you out your grandmother got herself killed so don't make the same mistake just let us go and we'll keep fighting them and you can keep hiding and i'm like nigga you still got her grandmama blood on your hands what are you doing 
like you killed her grandmama three minutes ago and you already lecturing them like i can't believe the nerve of y'all out here killing people what is wrong with y'all wow use your words yes <laughs> she went she went full 53 percent in a matter of seconds like she's always had this probably in her like she's just been waiting to unleash and who taught her who told her that she was gonna feel bad after killing who, who, who put that in her head? Right. I mean, cause Carl didn't seem to feel that bad at the time. I mean, throughout his killing time. Yeah. I, I mean, don't they know. have a, like, a, 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 some pillow talk where they discussed it because <laughs> what does she know? Yeah. Cause you know, she's pure, like, she's JSS, just survived somehow. Right. I'm like, shooting a nigga might be somehow. You don't know what somehow gonna be. Ah! <laughs> you know what I mean? Why mm-hmm. you feel bad? Um, at any rate, um, Cindy's like stirred by these words and she's like, no they live and i won't lie guys i felt that they have built this up with cindy that she would be a punk ass but i did not buy that the other women in the room was gonna just be cool with that and let it ride i was like nah the last time we seen these women they was very much like kill everybody y'all done blew up our shit Mm -hmm. stole our guns we out here fighting with sticks and shit uh i would you know and y'all came back after you said you never come back tara must have obviously you know she betrayed us that one time we let her go because y'all came and got the guns so obviously at this point we should not trust y'all at all we should just kill y'all niggas that's the only way to be 100 percent sure that y'all won't come back and instead they uh she goes no they live and aaron says um well if if we do y'all want to um help us that's the best way to help us is come join us and Cindy's like no and Aaron's like well do you even want to know if we win uh and then she was like yeah like come tell me that and he was like then you should help us help us win by joining us and she was like nigga I am letting you I'm helping you by letting you live this is the help you killed my grandmama what the fuck you know what I mean you asking a lot dog I don't don't think that uh the women of Oceanside were really, really about that life because remember, only the men got killed. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they were fighting all, I mean, killing all their soldiers. Mm-hmm. If they, you know, if they, if they killed all the soldiers, they would have killed some of the women if the women had been fighters. I think those women have developed a strategy to keep people out, mm-hmm. but they, at, when push come to shove, I wouldn't want them on my team because they're the type that'll point the gun and then Simon be like, now come on, you're not gonna shoot me, girl. Right. And how, they would just give it up. How do you know they not the junkyardigans part two with the oh, whole like, I hope not. you know, we, cause both like the junkyardigans and Oceanside, even though they're different communities, they both have a very similar philosophy of we don't bother nobody. We just, we just stay out of it. It's like, do you though? do you like why do you stay out of it is it because y'all can't fight or is it because y'all feel like y'all so strong so i don't know man um but they yeah but they absolutely um have and i'll come back to that too because i think you know i think i have some theories about this this clan now at any rate cindy like y'all niggas need to get the fuck out and then uh in true 53 percent um when she told them don't come here again enid turned around and says i have something to say stop trying to kill strangers we know who we have to kill we know the difference between friends and enemies and you should too and i said didn't you just kill her grandmama what the fuck like it's like they wrote the whole scene and never like somebody would have brought up like well then why'd you kill my grandmama y'all said we was cool 
oh my god i was so frustrated that nobody slapped the shit out of enid just like what's wrong with you yes. little girl <laughs> yeah somebody should have came over what's her name's shoulder and just popped her right in the face yes left a good handprint to really teach her a lesson about life because she's obviously not been snuck before mm-hmm. that i think beatrice is the one with the short haircut that also is on ages of shield yes i want her to hop over her <laughs> shoulder and slap the fire out of enid and be like if you don't shut your little ass up you kill people you don't get to go on speeches okay no right. mo- no monologues when you accidentally kill somebody you caught one body and you out here giving fucking speeches oh my god mm-hmm. so then um after the nerve of this shit um aaron <laughs> uh they leave um and turn around which another rookie move there oh wait i want to say something can i just say something yes based on the conversation that was had on the show a couple days ago they need to get in better bras because mm. she was back there just flapping around like <laughs> nobody's business and that's that's not good for her it's not gonna be good for her posture mm-hmm. it, i'm just like at least you, you know tie a knot in the back so that it's tighter because she would just <laughs> and we've already seen what, what tara do that we don't need that in this situation yeah it's uh, everybody With all these raping <laughs> it's like all the women that go back up there uninvited just don't have a good bra game and maybe that's the problem is yeah need good bra support in the <laughs> in the uh in the uh z-pock maybe you got slim pickings from bras and they got all the good bras in oceanside but they're not sharing none you know yeah, they bras were probably bulletproof they was like we done helped y'all out with that too Tara bouncing all around enid bouncing all around you know um so mm-hmm. they basically are like listen um y'all need to get the fuck out but like i said true rookie move they just turn around and walk back like that's not how you kick people out you say here's your car get the fuck in the car somebody follow them to the border and now don't your ass come back in here these motherfuckers just turned around the woods like all right then have a good day thanks for coming by and killing our leader see you later um so then um aaron uh turns around and says well look i'm gonna stay up here and get them convinced them to join last time i was here beatrice and kathy were open to fighting before and i could convince them if i stay again and ena's like well then i'll stay too and he's like no you need to go back to hilltop and tell maggie what i'm doing and tell maggie not to send nobody up here because uh don't send anyone after me and then she's like how i know you're not gonna get killed because they're gonna kill you if they catch you and he was like i'm not gonna go to the same location i'm gonna be okay um she was like well then promise me you're gonna be okay and he was like i'm gonna be okay you're gonna be okay i'm like didn't she just learn to drive on the trip down here right now she's supposed to drive all the way back to hilltop by herself in a world with no gps iphones or anything like that come on no safety features right meanwhile the bad guys are looking for them uh looking for people coming to hilltop like what the fuck uh-huh. and, uh, they don't pull over like the popo boop, boop. but aaron's like listen i'm gonna tame these women okay i'm gonna go in here be everybody gay best friend and then i'm gonna trick these motherfuckers into fighting and she was like all right then uh and they hugged and then that was the end of their shit that's gonna be interesting no aaron go go ahead uh, aaron's gonna find what's what, what's what's dwight's girl white ex-wife's name he's gonna find her there or he's there or something mm. um because we because I, I don't care about oceanside honestly me neither i mean they're that's just that was a wasted trip wasted time mm-hmm. I, I just i don't get it because they, they don't contribute anything mm-hmm. and really aaron first of all what kind of a, a scout was he if he had never even stumbled upon oceanside and, and 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 jesus is a filthy freaking liar jesus the man not the myth 
because he he rolled up and said how they were going to meet all these communities. They found Oceanside on their own. They found the junkyard again on their own. Mm-hmm. What were he and Aaron doing if they're out scouting? Just useless. My my thing that will be interesting is, or well, my guess is, they're building Oceanside up to be some type of cavalry. Like Aaron's gonna convince them somehow at the last minute, and they're gonna be part of the reason they beat the saviors or something. Because if not, I don't understand what's the point of him staying. What's the point of them going up there over and over and over again, getting told the same thing? These women only got sticks now. Like at this point, what you think they're gonna show up like the Jabari tribe? Like it's a wrap like they don't have superpowers dog like they're a bunch of people that just got sticks and kill people when they see them if they can get the drop on them so i don't know about this shit but uh yeah i i'm not a fan of uh oceanside either you know even though i like um beatrice as a character i would like to see her join our gang because she'd be wanting to kill them all uh she don't play that shit and we can always use more people that like killing um I, I like Cindy more as an actress, but not as a character. She's too soft. Mm. You know what I mean? She's so mm-hmm. soft-hearted. She shouldn't be the leader. They're gonna die. Like I just think, or somebody gonna kill her. They can just cut back. They, they just gonna cut back to this shit at the end of episode sixteen and be like, "Oh no, they died. They was y'all knew what was up." Yeah, yeah. So somebody gonna walk upon them and they're gonna be dead, or either nigga and them group gonna be out scouting somewhere and right. find them and they they're going to die. You know what would be really dope? I don't know if they would do it, but what would be really dope is if they introduced the next villains by them killing Oceanside. I, I i got a theory on that you know what i mean like like episode 16 we cut back to oceanside it's on fire or something or the you know everybody dead and aaron is the only one like the last one living or some shit <laughs> and we find out that you know these are the new enemies i would be cool with that that would be cool to me but i don't think the show would do that yeah i, I have my theory on mm-hmm. uh who i think the next uh villain gonna be all right alexandria let's cut to them so rick and michonne are um are finally uh of course putting carl to rest because he died last episode and they they showed them digging the grave um last week um how do i say goodbye to what we have so they was digging the grave and they put a little marker up there as a cross and they put a gun on it that was silenced and i was like uh y'all gonna just leave that gun because that that gun is useful no offense to little carl fetty wop jr fetty carl jr like ain't no use to him hey fam guns don't help get dead people okay (laughs) uh so he was like i was like get your gun back cuz and they did go back and get the gun i was like because that would have bothered me so, i don't know why that would have bothered me so bad but it really was bothering the fuck out of me when rick turned around and left that gun there i was like come on rick so shit gonna happen you gonna be like i wish i had a gun <laughs> <laughs> so uh they agree uh-huh. they take the silence pistol and mostly it's rick grieving like he's the one by the grave he's the one that marks it all this shit michonne like all black women is out doing work okay she is she didn't have time for this shit she's out killing zombies and you could tell from the way she was killing zombies like she was like almost trying to see if she could save alexandra by herself yes um, she was trying and so mm-hmm. 
they end up going back to their old house michonne sees the finger the handprints mm-hmm, that they made when she was gone with the blue paint with carl and, yeah. and judith yeah. and um that took me down i was like oh they trying to give me a this is us moment um and then see oh, i ahead. think part of part of michelle's anger is that she consistently chooses men who can't keep their children alive because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know i mean she to, gotta make better love. to be honest i gotta yeah, say the nine picks characters that 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 like weak men i mean i don't know you know yeah hey. she just got a track record of taking yeah. these roles where the dude just turned out to be a a, a stone cold sucker you know Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Rick Gun, that's gonna be the end of this season. Rick gonna betray her and be like, "My love, you would kill me." <laughs> 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 For Alexandria, without question. Come on. Um. So she ends up, uh, you know, seeing the little handprints, and then some walkers come up, and Michonne's like, "Rick, we gotta go." And Rick's in the kitchen trying to get the last of the pasta or whatever, and. <laughs> before they leave um they see this gazebo that's on fire and michonne they're packing up a van and michonne's like we used to lay on that roof and like look at the stars and rick like okay and like we got to go it's clearly on fire you ready to get out of here and she was like nah grabs a fire extinguisher which apparently this season of the walking dead sponsored to you by fire extinguishers apparently they had them everywhere (laughs) (laughs) these never made any appearances in the show for six seasons and uh seven seasons and lately they've just been all the rage fire extinguishers (laughs) all right catch them at a grocery store near you so they she takes the fire extinguishers tries to like make the gazebo not on fire and then rick uh being a good man you know like the things i do for my love run behind her with his fire extinguisher and they try for a little bit but it's surrounded by zombies and it's obvious that this shit ain't gonna work so rick is just like all right michelle we gotta go we not gonna get it all gotta let it burn gotta let it burn but i I appreciate that she's sentimental this far into the Mm z-pop because i don't know that i have would have that in me i would be just be so i just break down and be like i mean if you're gonna carry me to the van fine but i can't move you she, know she it, also i mean she's okay. lost they've all lost so much right and she also tried to close the gate right and the gate was fucked up you know because they had been grenading that shit so the gate the gate was fucked mm-hmm. up and it, it couldn't have closed even if there were no zombies and she still like killed all these zombies at the gate for some reason and the gate wouldn't close still it's like you could she was just she had not had that life she was so close to the life she wanted you know and when i say the life she wanted i'm talking about even when she was a lawyer back in the day she probably uh, she was like i'm never gonna get me a house in alexandria not one of them big nice houses with the solar mm-hmm. power and all that shit and she was that close and it was fucked up man and last week remember when they were in the tunnel and they were grenading that shit and she went over to dwight and was like make it stop and it was just so emotional but also irrational because it was obvious that that plan what he couldn't just come out of the sewers and be like hey guys that's enough that wouldn't have worked and also it's dwight you can't trust that motherfucker uh he, he would walk right. out the tunnel and be like stay down there uh say y'all captured me they in the sewers um so she but she's definitely didn't want to lose this because she was so close she had family love 
um they were fighting back like she thought alexander was worth fighting for so without alexander what are you even really fighting for now um and you could just tell it all in this you know this scene um yeah because you have to think from she's come a long way she came from not wanting to be around nobody to basically walking with zombies and just being around surrounded around them all the time to basically accepting uh finally accepting rick and carl me you're like you just lost carl Mm -hmm. to finally she was like we're gonna make this our home because she was like i'm tired of running i'm tired of us constantly bouncing around so in her mind she was like this is everything that i've been fighting for been sacrificing you know i knocked you out when you was out here giving your crazy speech in the middle of town square right because i was like fuck you we trying to live here and you ain't trying to fuck shit up for us she basically is the cautionary tale of why a lot of us don't make white friends you know because when she was out there doing bad by herself with two with two zombies she was fine but she, <laughs> she was fine she got a little too close to these white people and now there's all kinds of problems in her life fucking with these zombies um so uh she was the last one fighting to try to get that gazebo off fire but um you know like black women voting booth for trump uh, against trump uh it was all for not because uh, they had to leave they had to and let the shit burn um so then she looked at the sign for alexandra one last time that was like sanctuary for y'all good mm-hmm. people and fuck all the haters or whatever and then they drove out they drove out and rick was like what do you think he meant and she was like uh he was talking about carl you know his whole little speech when he died and michonne was like look man i don't know but let's read his letters like pull over i know you probably need a minute you just lost your son and alexander all this shit like it's cool if you need to take a second and rick was like nope can't can't do that no time to read these letters we got to talk to the junk decons and michonne was like looking at the letters and she was like oh uh this nigga wrote a letter to negan and (laughs) rick was like yeah well we gotta go see the junk to cons before i read any of this shit and uh rick said um the reason they needed to do that is because the junk to cons are ours not there so we need to still make sure that they are basically in formation with us as opposed to joining negan and them uh, because he knew that that would be a place that Negan would go. Because Negan and them shot at the Junktacons, which is why the Junktacons ran. Correct. Which also means that they know the Junktacons betrayed them because they were shooting at them, right? You don't shoot at people that you think is cool with you. Um, so they end up um, leaving or whatever uh, to go to the Junktacons uh, thing. They get to the Junktacons uh, trash heap and they walk in through a container uh doorway and as soon as they walk through the doorway the fucking trash collapses on top of the doorway and then a bunch of fucking zombies walk out approaching rick and michonne and they start trying to dig their way out of the trash and uh and then, and then it uh cuts away we'll come back to that how do you who do you guys think did rig that up because was it the saviors or was it jada's yeah my guess is if it was rigged to do that on purpose it was the saviors mm-hmm. um trying to mm-hmm. maybe make a trap for um for rick and or they, whoever they, would come through there right they figure out if they gonna come back and when they do we'll just trap them in here 
right that would be my guess mm-hmm. um if in, unless mm-hmm. it was unless it was a coincidence but i assume it was an actual trap um all right so to the sanctuary at the sanctuary negan is in the conference room instructing people on the walkie-talkie <laughs> and he's like find them alexandrian survivors them motherfuckers are a menace and i hate them i know like he having a speaker conference right uh right he was like find them motherfuckers they trash they the worst uh look at every in-house outhouse uh house party uh trap house uh, houses. <laughs> like every nook and cranny waffle house. right waffle, <laughs> right, waffle house. uh <laughs> check out that queen latifah movie in the house like do whatever it takes <laughs> find these motherfuckers and they was like okay we're gonna find them you know whatever and then simon walks in um and simon is uh pissed and they the only two in the meeting simon and negan because you know negan sent all his men out earlier so gavin's we know gavin dead uh for dead now but yeah, they, they don't, don't know that right but gavin's out um right. at the at the kingdom um and um he sent a ride out so all, all this stuff so uh simon comes in and he's like yo you want me to help track down them alexandrians i would love i love killing alexandrians fuck them motherfuckers and Nian's like nah i'm good on that a rat got that shit um and <laughs> simon and negan sound like a law firm <laughs> yeah yes simon <laughs> negan's attorney at law they fight matt murdoch in daredevil season three ah. um anyway negan says uh rat's got that for now uh and thanks simon for his work at the hilltop considering simon didn't want to do it that way and we do know that simon was like fucking kill them all these motherfuckers won't listen why it's not worth the trouble of doing it your way let's just kill them yeah it sounded like all of a sudden it went from a conference call he hung up the phone to like you know what yeah you right on time for this one-on-one meeting mm-hmm. it's this is your performance report come on and i just need to talk to you about the way things been going around here and so then uh simon asked how he heard from gavin uh they have it simon said well look if you don't want me to help rick and then where you want me to go and negan was like and, and simon said it with an attitude by the way and negan was like you need to go visit the garbage people and get them niggas back in line and uh my man simon was like i don't want to do that shit like like i think we should go out there and kill them motherfuckers let's see if i can play the audio of this actually i can show y'all the video too i think just give me one second well Mm -hmm. while you're pulling it up simon doesn't simon is it do y'all have an echo not on our side but if if you have one you can refresh now simon doesn't understand the value of slavery and i'm not saying at all that i am Mm pro-slavery i'm just saying that outsourcing the labor he does not understand how that works because if you get rid of your workforce you don't have robot technology Mm -hmm. so who's gonna go and pick the turnips or whatever it was or whatever they were getting from the garbage people who's gonna do the art who's gonna beautify if you kill all um well i have always uh you know i know that you're a pro-slavery advocate 
um <laughs> you know and a bed a bed cover terrace and a cold foot nightmare um so i, I do understand <laughs> that you have a certain set of principles you like to see displayed on the show and i you know i don't agree but that's what freedom of speech is about and i would die for your right to say that so um, <laughs> but i do agree with her people that make those decisions they don't understand that you're at a place where bodies equals wealth right. <laughs> you know and bodies equal ability to do things and less bodies mean you can actually accomplish less right let me see if i can play this audio for mm-hmm. you guys all right i'll see if, if this is working You want to cut your losses, take your own advice. Killing everybody to solve the problem, that is the easy way, not our way. What we do, saving people, it is hard. But it damn well works. Not lately. Mm. Sassy. That's a clip, Rick everything's aces again simon simon as uh we came up with on balls deep today uh after jr smith threw that uh soup at that at their assistant coach Uh, (laughs) simon was spilling the soup okay he was shaking the soup he was throwing the suit <laughs> all over Negan. Tossing the wontons. With that not lately. Nobody disrespect Negan to his face like that. It's like, this the way it always works. Not lately. I was like, this nigga. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see you, Simon, getting sassy on him. Mm. Stirring up that clown chowder on him. Ah! <laughs> all right, let me finish it. So somebody yeah. knocking, they bringing in the container with the body in it that Maggie sent them. Mm-hmm. The hell is that? Delivery from the hilltop? Brought you something to deal with it. It's charged. Out. the other 38 that the hilltop are holding are from the satellite outpost those are my people i'm gonna kill every last one of those farmers you will do exactly what i ask we can't let them get away with this shit. you will do your job one shit sorry can say after that because nigga don't play that shit um but you can see so that oh, simon is like simon is like h simon is like hr and he want to fire the person who has the complaint of sexual harassment 
And Negan's like, no, 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 we gonna keep her here, and we just gonna harass her more. Mm-hmm. That's the firing her would be the easy thing. Mm-hmm. We gonna we gonna we gonna keep her here, and we gonna get as mo- much work out of her as possible, and make her life miserable. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that is that great analogy. Um, as y'all can see, that's why she be turning down jobs. Okay, she knows the score. <laughs> um, so then, um, you know, uh, my man Negan is like, you know get your motherfucking ass out there and go see them garbage people so that late next scene simon is uh on his way to see the garbage people and someone asked simon if they about to go shoot up the hilltop and for to his credit simon is putting on a brave face of like oh it's all good baby we ain't gonna do that we gonna we got a different job we're gonna see the garbage people y'all we gonna we got to get shit done you know like he seemed like he was oh like all together which makes me think how long is this rift between simon and negan existed a long time and how long has simon acted the good part like the good soldier doing negan's bidding but if simon had his way shit would be way different you know what i mean because like simon actually recommended that they go further out like start over clean the plates kill everybody at alexandria hilltop and the kingdom and then they go out further looking for more outposts and more people and they start to plan with further out and negan's like nope we got people people are a resource we can get the junks all these people back in line by doing my plan where we go up kill one of them and and get them back in line uh so yeah, and that's one reason why eventually i think they will cross oceanside again mm, if they if, if, if the they saviors sprint. win they will mm-hmm. i mean but that seems to be the plan they're going to continue to expand right Correct. um so uh they go to the junkyard um after you know uh simon uh gets his men and um they they uh jadis is in there painting a blue cat painting abstract as you do in this epoch i always got time for arts and crafts over at the mad mix uh universe uh in her junkyard she found all the supplies of michaels (laughs) right she's like "Ooh, blue paint yes is Uh, that a paintbrush bring it over here so simon comes in with his men they all got guns of course the last time we saw the junk decons they all got guns so everybody pointing guns at each other he's like calm down we don't need all this violence and shit we good uh now we know about the deal with rick okay that's why we shot at you we seen y'all with rick and guns coming to kill us and jadis lies to him and says no deal with rick delivered him but you shot which means they didn't have a deal with rick she's lying um we tried to deliver him to you that say we captured him and then y'all shot at us so we ran and simon's like bullshit just like that (laughs) and he says negan will forego punishment if they go back to the previous terms of the deal and they want all the guns and the ammo and the dude in the back was like not our deal and he was like well this this is part of it y'all know that we we need the guns now so y'all gotta give them up so we can fight rick and them we'll give you give you guns if y'all need guns and oh uh the lieutenant other woman not jadis was like danger everywhere need guns too and he was like well be that as it may we need them a little worse than you y'all gonna give up the guns and jadis tells everybody to get the guns up 
and then simon asked uh where did jadis learn to paint before or after you know during the z-pop and she was like don't learn no and i was like you pretentious motherfucker um (laughs) and (laughs) she's like don't learn come to know and he was like um why did y'all fucking move into this dump it had to be better places to go in the z-pock than a fucking garbage dump and she was like yeah well um this is not a dump this this our home now you know being kind of snarky you know for for somebody that speaks in broken english she was you could tell there was some attitude on her words you know considering they tried to betray the saviors and got caught in a triple cross right right so Mm -hmm. This motherfucker takes the um take takes their guns and shit, and then he also asked them like, "Why is it a helipad out back of this place? What's up with these solar panels? What was this place?" And she says, "A dump." And he says, "I want to know if you know what this place used to be." And he she said, "You have guns. We have deal." I'm like, "Okay, all right." She she don't understand how Simon's um simon is a race car in the red and she don't she not reading the signs no she thinks this is just mm-hmm. normal simon you know what i mean but simon showed up there with like i want to kill everybody i really hope they give me an excuse right so he was like well you know what i wanted an apology but i'm not really feeling the remorse and she says there's remorse and then he shoots that dude that said not ideal mm-hmm. and then she has like tears in her eyes or she's not crying or nothing but like kind of like anger like i can't believe you just killed my man like that and she said theirs is remorse and then he shoots the woman that was jadis's right hand sec uh second in command and then he says say it again and then she got blood on her face and shit and he punch she punches the fuck out of simon knock him to the ground yeah because she might be quote unquote to them crazy but guess what she love her people right and this foot fell in some blue paint i don't think it really matters but it did a lot of right. blue paint this season right anyway um mm-hmm. so so he gets punched and then he basically was like oh hell no nah. like i really 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 wanted to kill y'all niggas and you just gave me the perfect reason you know and he hopped back up and was like you know what boys light her up and all his people shot up all the unarmed long-haired hippies of the junkyard mm-hmm. the whole garbage pill gang mm-hmm. uh go ahead so i, I did y'all notice that the the styling of the metal art was the same as the chick that um rick was lusting after and they, mm. like you know i think she did an owl i'm thinking that they went to the same community art school or something mm-hmm. i built a whole backstory for myself as to why their art was very similar that's the first point the second one is that simon really wants to be negan but it seems like he enjoys the cruelty as punishment where Negan under, uses cruelty based on getting long-term results. Right. And, and, and Simon is not a long-term thinker. Simon, he likes the self-control. He'd be like, oh, you punched me? Okay. 
that's not an excuse to kill to kill all your slaves this is not an excuse it so it it harkens back to a few points right one um you know they have this ideological difference but negan still has some level of standards like like to paint him as completely evil is kind of not fair not that he's not evil but it's not really fair to say he's completely evil two um i said for a while killing negan is kind of a no-no because i feel like the people behind him are worse i think he Mm -hmm. does he has a cold at least right and i think he does what he does not just to keep this other communities in line it also keeps his men in line like the fact that he's the one who swings the bat means he's the one who gives mm-hmm. the orders and if it mm-hmm. have if it if and, and because he has a code he gives these people r- like rules basically right but i think he got obviously a fucking cold-blooded crew of psychopaths because they you know these motherfucking thugs want to kill and take everything and if it wasn't for him they would just kill other communities plunder the fuck out of them and not leave anything for anybody you know lord knows what they'd be up to right and then you can't really grow a community like that right negan does have a vision for a a world of people cooperating even if it's under the 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 rule of fear but he in his mind has convinced himself fear is necessary to rule these people so that's the points i would make um at any rate this motherfucker um they cut away from the shooting like they don't show the actual people getting shot up and uh part of me may part of me wondered y'all think that's because of like the school shootings and shit lately or y'all think it's just because of people are cucks now that watch the show and they be all hurt that they saw people get shot because i don't i don't know both you know um i think that they took up the time that they were going to use for the shooting with those big names names on the screen those seconds they, <laughs> that's where they would have they could use those seconds oh, yeah showing, I, I, so. I feel like yeah. they could kill um i feel like they can fuck zombies up in any way they want and it could be gross but so, killing live humans and torturing them and shit they've really shot away from that in the last two seasons like that doctor that got face planted into that thing and how they cut away from it i'm like they used to be like prime time like oh we about to fuck this person up on walking dead y'all you you gonna love this special effect but now they kind of they only do it to zombies like when the zombie got stuck in his fence post and his face peeled off that kind of stuff uh and then later they have some good zombie kills but yeah people kills have really kind of gotten a lot less grotesque um yeah and 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 it's kind of a mixture of everything it's kind of like you say when the show gets so popular you got a lot of people that not trying funny zombie it, this ain't their genre right like like they don't watch shit like this they thought it was gonna be something completely different mm. and you know they started probably complaining about it so right. they started dialing down all right well at any rate they cut away from them you know uh the second thing i would like to add here too i wonder if simon killed the men and the warriors at oceanside i bet he did because you know they on the run from negan and the only people left is those women i wonder if he was the person that went crazy and was like i'm fucking killing everybody and then they ran away to get away and it was simon because negan wouldn't because it always felt odd when they brought that up and said this is what negan did and that's part of the reason our crew was so scared of negan is because they like damn this nigga kill everybody if you don't act right 
and i'm like negan everything we've seen from him every time he's pushed to the limit he doesn't overreact it's all he fucking let carl come in his house and chill after carl tried to kill him and did kill two or three of his men come on and that's not the so mm-hmm. what about that library um where that man was hanging that wasn't where oceanside was right was it? that's what i think see what i think is that's they were another at, group of people no i think that's the same group i think they were at the library got shot the fuck up and ran to oceanside because them oceanside women not from oceanside that's where they ran to get out of the distance of negan's group so i think mm, they were the people okay that, this is a huge conspiracy theory no, but, no, but, but that i think sense, they were the though. people at the library they men's got fucked up and they went we're not gonna produce for this group we just gonna run because now we have no protection no weapons it makes sense too that negan would leave them alive wouldn't just take the women and shit because that's kind of negan's thing is like well i don't know i don't rape people i just starve them out till they don't have a choice like i can see him being like <laughs> look i'm not gonna kill these women but you know y'all learned y'all's lesson get in line and the women being like when these niggas leave we are gone and any time we see a person approaching us we killing their ass right because we ain't got no time to guess now that's a theory i don't know for sure miss smart and maybe they'll put it together later but that's my theory it, it wouldn't surprise because, me but, but around the library it wasn't just male dead bodies though mm-hmm. yeah i think you know, i think but and, yeah. and somebody in the chat room brought up that like cindy's mom or something right got killed by them so that she she was a warrior but then where was the location that what those little kids that zeke was half raising their dad got killed somewhere too and now i'm mm-hmm. like okay was he in a lineup situation mm-hmm. where he was one who got killed or was because if he was a one who got killed and killed by negan then how is it that zeke has this had that arrangement where the saviors wouldn't come onto their property now, that doesn't seem like a negan right agreement so, so right ah, so wait hold on i got okay. so hold on, i got something for this all right so one <laughs> one um zeke was dealing with gavin right so i think i think simon was dealing with the the library crew and he did what the fuck he did at the junkyard because we'll get to in a second but simon ain't even seen bothered like he seemed like he did this before right like i was like i was waiting on him to get back and be acting crazy or something like yeah because because at this point i gotta take out negan too because i don't lie to this nigga when i get caught but he didn't worry about none of his men leaking nothing he was just like oh, the motherfuckers act stupid um so i do think i feel like he killed them people at the library um and then the second thing was the white boys that zeke was taking care of according to zeke and i believe him i had a big ass conspiracy theory but it got blown out the water because they kept adding more information zeke said he sent his people <laughs> into a building and they got killed by zombies and it's because he wasn't secure he didn't secure it or whatever and that's why he don't he didn't want to risk lives for his people and he felt so responsible and i was sure uh my i wish they had done it but my conspiracy theory was that he fucked with negan and that's how his people got killed and then he went back and was like i'm a lie tell everybody they died in a fire or some shit but i really do think they did die in that building collapse or whatever that zombie building they didn't clear mm-hmm. and i think he never met negan I think yeah, I don't think he ever met him. I either. think Zeke only dealt with Gavin, and Gav he didn't understand, but Gavin was giving him a break, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And oh, I should say he did understand. His people didn't understand because Zeke took him at face value. Like, so you saying the other alternative is y'all to come here, kill some people, and take our shit over? 
we'll send you three pigs don't worry about it right you know what i mean we got you what you need honeydew melons okay see you next week um so that's my guess all right so we'll see if the show confirms anything about this library theory though because i really think that's got to be what happened and also that's why uh ezekiel was like oh the deal wasn't to protect me the deal was to protect you like you bought you bought back just enough where uh he wouldn't be on your ass right you know so that mm-hmm. you wouldn't have to actually do the work because like mm-hmm. you actually like he would tell him you don't really want to do this you because this requires work you don't want to do no work mm-hmm. that's why you would constantly meet us outside you wouldn't come in well okay so when zeke said that i interpreted it as him saying my people wanted to fight you correct so i was saving your life even though i thought i was saving ours mm. like my people if they would have known about this arranger keep in mind the arranger was secret his people didn't know except for them two bodyguards that went out jerry right that nigga that looked like liam neeson and that woman mm-hmm. with the bow so them the only people that used to go out there with them and and you know that squire motherfucker that got killed right um so i feel like what he was saying to gavin was like all this time i thought i was protecting us by keeping it a secret but if i would have looking at my people now if i actually would have came back to them and said hey these motherfuckers fleecing us every week making us give them our food our people would have been like well let's roll out there and kill them right you know who knows they would have won against negan i don't i don't know but you know they had a well-regimented trained army and everything i don't mm-hmm. know why they couldn't have tried you know but ne- but zeke was scared yeah right and it's about manpower they could have like mm-hmm i was just gonna say they, they could have poisoned them with co- with cobbler i mean i feel like mm-hmm. nobody's gonna turn down cobbler if, if they just i mean for I, i'm not even joking like just poison the food that you're giving them or at least give them the runs and right. get them dehydrated so you can take over i feel like everyone would have tried it except negan because that nigga got the luck of the damn irish that man he would have been like he would, <laughs> jeffrey they need a they need a scene where somebody poisons something and give it to negan because jeffrey dean morgan would coon the fuck up in that scene you can <laughs> i know he would be leaning back acting like he was gonna bite it put it down be like rick now why don't you try a piece first before i you know what matter of fact bring a little child in here we'll give them a yeah! spoonful like i could guarantee you got that. a newborn bringing on in here right and then act completely surprised when it's poison and they'd be like no don't let this child eat it and then he'll be like rick you were gonna poison me oh <laughs> i thought we had a deal like i can't believe it oh mm-hmm. i love jeffrey dean morgan he's so good um so um anyway simon shot everybody the fuck up except for jadis he just shot every all the people in her little clip and then um he drove back to sanctuary and told negan that everything was done everything went well he said he said did they he said something like how'd it go he's like oh they 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 it was good he said they show remorse he said and then some i said and then some like killing everybody motherfuckers um and then simon asked <laughs> negan are you okay and negan's like i ain't heard from gavin yet uh but i already sent a team to check on gavin and simon was like and he's like but how did it go and that sounds like just standard you know broiler plate you know just how we do <laughs> you know how we do baby and uh someone came over and yeah. gave oh go ahead he was about to ask more questions before he got right. interrupted right right negan was looking like the fuck that mean because you was pretty mad and then Simon, right. and then uh right before he could ask any more questions someone came over to negan was like with a walkie-talkie and said it's rick and he got nervous because he was like oh shit rick gonna tell them all them people did listen i thought rick was gonna spill all the soup 
okay he still might but i thought it know. was gonna be campbell soup i thought it was gonna be uh <laughs> broccoli and cheddar all right i thought he was gonna spill all the soup all all over all, all the over the all over simon playing just be like listen i'm sitting at the junkyard and there's a bunch of dead motherfuckers <laughs> up in here what happened why did y'all kill the junkicons and that's not what happened so mm-hmm. rewind <gasps> okay mm-hmm. i got it this is the way this is the way rick and and negan are going to come to an agreement they're going to come to an agreement because they're both going to become the enemy of Simon and realize that Simon is the real problem. And Rick's mm. going to be like, my dog. Okay, so you saying <laughs> you just about killing one person? <laughs> and then they're going to be like, well, if I had known that, we had some weak links. We would have gave, gave up to you, but we thought y'all were about killing everybody. And then mm. Negan's going to be like, where you hear that? I mean, I'm about, I'm one and done. I'm that dude. Right. I got it. That's the way, that's the only way to end. Yeah. I already killed like three of your people. We good three times over, my new. Let's, let's go over. Right. Let's get over it. Right. Um, let's so, hit the club. Right. And the also, club. uh, I don't mean to, I don't mean to intrude and I'm not trying to be rude, but, uh, I got some hair products for your black wife. I'm also in the black wife club. <laughs> yes. You know, I see, I see Michonne's wig and it's not, it's not looking too tight. So I got some good leave-in conditioner. Yeah. You know, if you want to go natural or anything, we got a lot of products over at the sanctuary. We make our own coconut oil and our own shea butter. Come on. We got picks and combs. <laughs> yep, yep. Black women that have that black and women. And all the black dresses. Right. <laughs> we got you. Okay. We got um, braiders. What do you need? Crochets? Right. right. We're going we gonna to have your girl looking nice. Okay. We got cocoa a, butter. A nice sewing. We can do it all. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's what I need. A whole, a whole side story of just Michonne and that black woman in the beauty salon. Ah! Um, at any rate, uh, we have to rewind. Rick and Michonne roll up on Jadis and uh they they walk in uh to uh this is after that that pile of trash blocked the exit and uh there were a bunch of zombies coming at them and turns out the zombies are the people that simon killed that were junk, former junk to cons and jadis is at the top of a hill of trash um just just chilling being trash um <laughs> and uh <laughs> rick and them was like what the fuck happened <laughs> like your people's dead you sitting up here um on the top of the trash heap um what what's going on and jadis completely broke character okay yeah she did so earlier in the in the when she punched simon she said there is remorse you son of a bitch and i was like did that count as breaking character because that could still be kind of kind of uh broken english you never know right oh no nigga she was too through yeah it's like it's almost it to me she was similar to ezekiel she was almost like putting on an act for her people mm-hmm. and once her people died she broke like like that was her slowly breaking out of the person in charge because she finally realized that she was beginning to lose control she also looked she was dressed in um yo grandmama couture um, come on she, <laughs> she was wearing a white nighty but not the sexy way like not the not like a negligee y'all just like the white like cotton straight out the pack nighty just like i'm too through to be like what you wear around the house with no drawers on type of night <laughs> like you know like no one's seeing me no man's coming over tonight i'm just it's just me and this nighty 
uh and i'm staying in watching netflix and and eating like the nighty that you spill food on it don't wash you know what i mean <laughs> like that's was, my friday that's the friday i'm planning to watch um uh, what is that jessica jones <laughs> right right when, yeah. when when a new netflix series come out that's you just wrap your hair up <laughs> and you get a chair and you put that nightie on and order chinese and you just chill that's that's how she looked yeah. uh it was so good um and so then um uh you know they come in rick and michonne and they like the fuck happened here and this motherfucker was talking regular english y'all she was like um you know we came here i wanted to i seen all the trash it wasn't in heaps it was just trash as far as i could see and i i said we need to mount this up and stuff you know and i realized that this lord this world is a canvas and we are to paint and i said we're gonna make the world the way that we want to see it and that was apparently like mad max where they use broken english and everybody had the same haircut i don't know why she got to pick uh for everyone cut standard i don't know why she got to pick what everyone was gonna do but that was it and she was like and now they all dead they killed them all and rick goes but if you think about it "Mm -hmm." they all did that i mean well a lot of people did it the theme of getting to choose who and what you are in the Mm z-pop uh zeke Jadis, mm-hmm. Negan, mm-hmm. Carol, Daryl, you know, they get to survive. And even to Rick, to an extent, mm-hmm. he became a dude who didn't like weak ass women with mm-hmm. Michonne. Yep. You know, he had to become that, you know, you do what you have to do to survive. And it's also fun. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you're right. To an extent, I guess they just went the furthest with it. Yeah. Cause <laughs> you don't have to not know English. That was a little too much. Right. And also I think it was, uh one of those things too to where i guess because she's the only survivor like she say they literally put that shit in piles like they literally probably the manpower work hours probably years to get it to look like that well the other part that was interesting too is i think the show is fully aware of how annoying the junkticons are right because um i forgot to mention this earlier in the recap but after simon and them shot all the junkicons before they went to commercial he turned right to the camera and said hey guys we're sorry about all that and that's how i knew it was good i was like oh, okay ah. <laughs> he was like yeah our bad we this is a bad idea um so rick of course is not he give of no fucks he's in petty rick mode and while she crying over all her dead friends right and homies he's like you did this this is because of you and then he picked up a car door and made a battering ram and 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 um michelle was like what you doing he was like i'm about to uh beat these motherfucking zombies up and leave and jay just went and grabbed the chair like okay cool so we just gone and he said uh hold up bitch not so fast <laughs> i didn't say nothing about you coming with us and she was like well can i just like come with y'all to the zombies gone right and rick was like uh i'm done with her game she can't help us anyway michonne you come in michonne was like well of course my man um because michonne will back your play in the in the heat of the moment and uh argue with you in the car which i respect the hell out of that uh like that's a that's a true that's a ride or die person when you just hit the like all right i think you might kind of not have a point right now but we can talk about it in the car on the way to the house okay we don't have to do this in front of company um and so they run the you know what yeah Mm -hmm. i got a slight delay but what i heard when rick was like all right peace i heard 
Big Sean's I don't fuck with you. Right. You little stupid ass bitch. <laughs> right. I don't fuck with you. There's a like, million trillion things that we had rather over. would do. Yes. Uh, yeah. And the thing is, listen, now I understand Fetty Carl's, you know, hey, we're not gonna, we need to help people even if they can't help us. Da, da, da. I, I promise I understand. But every time rick has gone up there they have put this nigga in a trash ass zombie trap where he could have easily contracted tetanus or gotten bit every time i can see how he would be like yeah but not y'all like if i roll up on a sadiq on the way back home i might let that sadiq come to the crib but if i roll up on you y'all trash motherfuckers no no y'all don't you can't do nothing for us and you tried to kill me many times i'm not at that stage of forgiveness yet and i can completely relate i i thought it was petty but i actually was okay with it and i just you know i understand um so then um they run the gauntlet and escape rick and michonne i love them together when they just have when they have a plan and they are executing it they are my favorite mm-hmm. they so competent they really don't need anyone else on the show they do everybody else on the show a favor <laughs> even fucking with them because they can both go just be like listen baby we just bonnie and clyde uh on the run tour part three we just <laughs> we it's just us now we good fuck these other niggas but they always they're just so competent i never worry about them when they're out so um yeah, go ahead. They they are what what they are what Glenn and Maggie wanted to be, mm-hmm. with all that running off by themselves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. They said they would have been arguing in front of company, and one of them would have been letting people live, mm-hmm. and the other one would be killing people. But ah, like Michonne and Rick are so ride or die. Well, they like they the kind of people that be like, I don't know why you killed that girl. We'll talk about it in a second. So why you kill her? Oh, she was looking at you funny. Okay, I <laughs> I, I guess I didn't see it. It's cool um so then uh they leave um and before they could leave jadis is like please just let me get out and rick was like <laughs> he took his gun and shot it above her head the same way he did sadiq and then she she had to run because the zombies was coming and then she uh they cut to you know later and she's on top of a big ass pile of trash with no shoes on tetanus much um and feet was bleeding and shit and she was on top of, and i'm like where did your shoes go though did the did they do y'all think they took her clothes or what they may have okay mm-hmm. kind of well, as we gonna leave you here assuming right. that they eventually was going to attack her or she was going to starve yeah and i think that's another reason why they set it up like that so basically she literally had no way out yeah it's like because i couldn't tell if they if it's something where they would have taken her clothes or she was like so distraught she took all her zombie all her i'm the leader of the mad max people clothes off she may have you know because this show because she had blood on her too on her feet yeah she probably didn't want to but she didn't want to have her people's blood on her probably oh mate yeah you know, they were getting that. shot yeah yeah because i don't think because this show is really shot away from and i and to their credit any type of sexual violence or right. any type of stuff like and i just don't think they would have done like showed them stripping their, her clothes off even if it wasn't like Correct. meant to be you know whatever i just feel like they would have had more taste in to do something like that so right i'm assuming she took her own clothes off and put on her, her best grandmama uh nighty and uh wrapped her hair up so she goes to the top of this pile of trash and at the top of it is a garbage shredder 
and she leads the zombies uh, her zombie friends uh to the garbage shredder and they walk in one by one and she turns it on and shreds them all and these are her friends and you can see and she was a leader and responsible for these people and you see tears in her eyes right. and for a long time i thought she was gonna jump in me too i was like oh she gonna kill herself because i mean what's left and we'll finally be done with these garbage ass motherfuckers and never had to come back here but she didn't okay um, but then i was thinking yeah. where how where does she get the electric where are they getting this electricity from to power i got i got i got real basic with it like well how the hell because i know it, it's dark there at night mm-hmm. so where did they get the electricity to run this grinder thingy right it's some, it's, some, it's some shit in the game it's some sh- solar power it's yeah, shit in the game with this is there something going on under them piles mm-hmm. right because remember he he was telling what was this place prior he was like right. this used to be something else and i guarantee you that they had some form of solar panels and something like that and it wouldn't surprise me if they put that trash around a lot of the shit to cover to cover it up to really just make it like a big ass junkyard mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise me if, if there's a lot of hidden gems kind of through all that trash that probably they only knew and so when most people walk past there most people are like i'm not going in there fuck with them because it you know they fucking living garbage but to be told it, i mean because how can you keep all those people alive like that with no food no water i mean not like it has to be something there mm. uh yeah i think this show is not subtle so um when simon asked those questions it was for a reason and we will be revisiting like what the fuck is this actual junk pile supposed to be um at some point because you know they would never leave a question like that unanswered that's my guess uh at any rate she grinds up her friends uh <laughs> it would have been it would have been funny if the show would have played grinding by the clips at this point uh because she was just sitting there cry- <laughs> crying watching them go down that grinding thing right um so she grinds up her friends and um then um uh she goes down to like the bottom of where the garbage is opens up a secret stash of hidden food and opens up a can of food and just looks vengeful as fuck do y'all think they made an enemy like she gonna come back and it's gonna come back to haunt them that they left her alive yeah i i I do i i and this is just my particular theory Mm -hmm. i think that rick should have helped her uh because that's not funny what the fuck was she was gonna do like she she was in the position she had no weapon she there was nothing she could actually do to physically harm them they were actually at the advantage because it was two to one mm-hmm. so and she was like hey just get me to the other side of the door and i'll leave mm-hmm. but for him going nah fuck you and I, I do understand it but i do think that her watching her people died struck something in her because that's the last thing she wanted to do that's why she wanted to leave with them because she was like i don't want to have to fight them or kill them one by one and all this stuff you know because these people mean something to me you forced me to kill my people and and not trying to be funny maybe not this season but next season she's gonna be a problem i think that she's gonna end up finding another group of people and coming back and being a motherfucking problem for ricking them it's, it's gonna be when he least expected something gonna happen and they're gonna look at her motherfucking eyes she's gonna be like hey you remember me nigga you remember me you remember me? you left me up here by myself and i i think eventually she's gonna be a big bad mm. 
yeah that would make a good um villain you know i I think it would be because she she's motivated you know rick fucked her over so her thing was like oh i'm gonna remember this because like you say just just the look in her eyes and she had to watch those people die something broke yeah and she's very artistic but she 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 did them wrong as well so in my mind she it's fair play but i think instead i think that she is and has always been out for self um i think that there'll come a moment where she can actually help rick and this time she will choose to um help them i don't think she's gonna go fully mad i think right now she's in her 90 thinking about her life thinking about her choices and you know trying to uh, get her mind together to plot her next move i don't think she's i don't know i just don't if, unless she finds a group to become her big and bad i mean to, to to back her i don't know that she has it in her spirit i mean she ate applesauce she had on a nighty, and on top of that she's sort of a punk because you on a heap in a junkyard you can't find nothing sharp to start chucking down there at friends they dead they gone um save yourself girl save yourself I, I think those are great points. Um, as a comic book reader, though, <laughs> I would love to see her become Alpha. Yes, that, that, that I, I wasn't gonna say that, but but that but that's what I'm thinking. That would be fucking epic if they had created Alpha by mistake. I because I, I, see, my thing was, and I know what Rick's reasoning was, but when that motherfucker didn't kill her, I was like, now see, that's where you fucked up. See, you got to let the petty use you. And if you're going to do something, make sure it's all the way done. <laughs> you never leave a loose end of somebody you fucked over in the Z-Pock. Because we've seen what happened. If you watch Fear the Walking Dead, they left that mm-hmm. one crazy motherfucker alive. He came back with a herd. Fucked the whole ranch up. No, you kill him. Didn't they learn at the uh, prison when they left that dude, that black dude alive, he came back in there fucking people up? Right. You always kill who you got to kill, mm-hmm. dog. And you never let the zombies do it that like you never be like what well, the zombies will do it no they won't and rick so anyway we'll get to this so this motherfucking uh uh out uh what's her name again uh jadis jadis eating eating canned apple juice applesauce just looking angry as fuck and i said oh god no she's like another loose hand for our crew to tie not tie up you know what the only thing that uh would make me agree with you miss smart is if something happens and i'm hoping with with rick and them go back like they actually go back and get her and save her right i hope they go back she ain't look mm. to i know this much the look on her face did not look like a woman that's about to be helpful later on right 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 look on her face look like <laughs> i fucking hate applesauce i can't believe i had to eat my emergency motherfucking applesauce fucking with these niggas i can't wait to come up with something to fuck their life up that's how i look but maybe i'm wrong right I, and, and, and and we do know that she is a charismatic leader of people of crazy people so i can see her getting her own little coat on because you know she already been in charge once you know i'm sorry karen go ahead miss you gonna say something smart yeah i was just gonna ask this is a side note question because i'm really big on expiration dates how long have we been in the z-pock like two years it feels longer than that all the good food they should only be eating fresh foods right now because most things have like expired probably i mean after because you know you got to imagine there was a run-on grocery store so it probably wasn't a lot left so by the time people like you know they ended up dying and then people had to to, to uh, scavenge through homes and stuff 
Like that old cheese whiz that uh, Carl and Michonne had was probably on the cusp of expiration. So if she's eating applesauce out of an actual can, she's probably killing herself. That that it can't possibly because there's there's a little bit of acid in apples, right? I mean, and and in the can, no, no. I have a that's not healthy. I have a theory on this. Okay. Okay. I think in regular life right now not the tv show just us right now in regular life we are probably uh throwing away shit all the time that isn't expired for real and i think yeah, in the, the z-pop you have to try it out because a lot of times they have expiration <laughs> dates on shit on most shit that we consume here in america right. and a lot of people will toss it out but even a lot of the food and shit like that it can actually last a lot longer than we think i think they just do that as kind of a guideline of certain things but most things we consume like your milk has an expiration date it actually can last like a week or two longer than that technically but most people go no 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 i don't want they thought they throw it in the trash can i think we have the luxury of being able to be like i'm not eating <laughs> no fucking i'm not eating this shit because yeah, it, it looked like it might be spoiled and in the z-pock you just don't have that luxury so it's like i'm gonna try to spoil milk and see what happens maybe you can consume spoiled milk and we just been throwing it away that's my guess anyway i don't know for a fact because i do feel like well, you, can, them cans, you can consume mm-hmm. you can consume spoiled milk in the form of cheese sure mm-hmm. but i mean at this point i feel like the people who should be really running things are the people who are farmers and can produce right live food right. we, we agree we agree i just think if all i got in the junkyard is cans a nigga gonna <laughs> eat a nigga gonna try that spoiled spinach and see what's up <laughs> you know what i mean hope it don't make you sick try try spoonful oh, sure, sure. see if it's some botulism or not and if you good ah! then i'll finish it off you know like that i want them to roll up on a camp of niggas that just die from botulism at some point and be like oh we really need to check the expiration <laughs> date have y'all been shit. have y'all been looking at the expiration date on this tuna because uh I'm, I'm, i don't think i'm gonna fuck with it no more mm. like, that would be a great little aside <laughs> maybe they could put that in the red oh, those, those little red machete uh shorts they have yes between, maybe they could put that in one of the commercials oh, i hate that shit by the way yeah, anyway i don't see why they, why they do that all right um, so um back to the, oh i'm sorry Cam. oh no something i was gonna say is that i hope that they do go back and get uh her and i hope that she ends up working with them because right. i really do think if they let her be she's gonna be a problem well i'm not gonna lie that does not sound like a show i'd be interested in watching the show only interesting if these niggas fuck up sometimes it's just oh, yeah, not oh, yeah. she gonna come back i want her to be evil she gonna it's much more fun if we find out rick fucked up and, and left this woman to live and in my opinion and carl's note didn't reach her in time but go ahead right in my opinion <laughs> it will justify their whole existence that's trying to be funny because the whole time i'm like well, why the fuck are they here it's the only thing these that can salvage are, right, that group these are these she gotta be evil these people are just kind of just taking up space mm-hmm. them and ocean shine people like they actually have no no reason for them mm-hmm. and i really do think them doing this would be a great twist and turn it would justify the reasoning of them even existing shout out to how she pureed pureed those zombies or pureed those zombies um and it turned it it splattered on her blue cat portrait too like all her little friends um anyway 
rick and michonne drive away from the junkie he tells michonne that jada's made it because he saw her run into an empty alley and i didn't want to kill her that's why i shot above her head and michonne says well ain't that the same thing carl was talking about like don't do that we should we should do that we had a choice we should have had a drop in and rick said i just need a moment i just need a second all right and she said okay baby take (laughs) take your time okay and then he got out the car because you know carl is dead uh and so he got out the car and he opened up um the letters from carl and uh he um reads the letter and i think i actually have some of the letter i could tell y'all what it what some of it said it covered up a lot of it so you can't see it all but um hold on before i get to that clip um so the letter said this is what you could read of it it's just a small bit it was the letter to negan that he opened not the letter to himself negan this is carl i assume uh some some someone i got bit we didn't ever uh doing i was just helping someone and you might be gone maybe my dad he killed you but i don't think so i think working on a way out maybe you got out maybe lost cause and you just want to kill us all lost cause and you just want to kill us all i think you have to be who you are um this is what you wanted uh wait it's what you wanted i wanted to ask you uh and then maybe you'll beat us if you do they'll just uh the way out is working together this forgiveness have to be offers you peace start that was all you could read of the letter so it sounds like he was trying to reach negan now i feel like carl can feel like he can reach negan in a way that rick can't correct because carl has done some ratchet shit to negan and negan turned around and was like i like you you know what i mean <laughs> like you like carl has has done the the he sees negan's code up close and he said a man with this many fine ass wives cannot be evil all the way you know like look at his black wife hair <laughs> clearly this man uh is sitting on bundles what kind of man <laughs> what kind of man would would just be completely a piece of shit um all right so then rick reads the letter and he gets on a walkie talkie and that's when he calls negan and i'll play the audio for this how did it happen he told rick that carl's dead what i'm sorry negan told ne- rick I'm- told negan that carl's dead okay and then negan goes how did it happen did he die was it us was it the grenades fire it wasn't you carl went out to help someone and he got bit god damn it shit I um I am sorry you know I wanted him to be part of things and I had plans that kid that kid was the future the only future is one where you're dead fighting why are you making this so hard carl is dead because of you because you couldn't leave shit well enough alone i mean hell maybe he would have died some other way any one of us can get our ticket punched at any second but in this case in this case 
He is dead because of you. Because you weren't there to stop him from doing something stupid. You set this course, Rick. Who's next? You are. No, but someone is. You see, I stop people from dying. I am the answer. Now, it may have taken a hard lesson for you to hear it, but you should hear it now. It's time. Do not let any more of your shit decisions cost you to lose anyone else you love. That garbage, that sticks with you forever. Just like Carl will. Hell, I'm feeling it. And I'm going to be feeling it for a while. You could have just let me save all of you. I mean, that's why I killed your friends in the first place. <laughs> right. You can sit there and you can say that you're going to kill me, but you won't. You failed. You failed as a leader. And most of all, Rick, you failed as a father. Just give up. Give up because you have already lost. Mm. <laughs> Spilling all the soup. Okay. When you play in spades and somebody know they about to run a Boston on you mm-hmm. and they see the seven cards still left in your hand, but they talking cash shit because they already know to just drag you across the space tape. Negan, Negan, was, Negan was spade tight right after you just cut your partner and bumped heads okay negan was sitting up there like oh now see that was your chance all right we're gonna set you now right Mm -hmm. uh that's the most Mm -hmm. intense that was the most intense phone call since woman to woman okay Ah, ah. that (laughs) can i speak to shirley right that's why we need uh jeffrey dean morgan on the show more often it's why i think they have a chance to really finish strong for season eight me too because they're starting to streamline some of these surrogates out of the show that are like placeholders for negan when he can't be there correct and if listen if they're able to find it because they got rid of gavin somebody gonna have to kill simon i can't imagine simon can get away with that massacre and negan be gonna be cool with Mm -mm. it um so i really do feel like we have a chance you know outside chance of just strong episodes down the stretch and negan and rick in the same like what going head to head that's some fun acting that's some good acting especially once you know rick isn't seen where he don't have to be a cuck and you know what i mean where he really can be like man fuck you and i'm about to kill you and vice versa oh <sighs> anyway that was so beautiful um all right we got feedback but we're right at the break and i need to go to the next segment and invite everyone back on screen um so uh give me one second and we will do that uh i will play a song till we get back Oh Lord. <laughs> We're on easy street. And it feels so sweet. Cause the world is but a tree.
so fun <laughs> that damn song uh miss smart still looking on screen oh okay well guess i gotta do it again i'm just kidding guys i would never <laughs> they gonna know that two times in a row that was like look we didn't know it was getting wiped for music yeah i don't know what happened miss smart might have uh see so it's accepted and connecting okay she might be working so, you i don't right? know maybe it's slow or something i had to resend it you know sometimes it don't always work all right let me uh remove and resend uh give me one second i'll try again yeah sometimes yeah because she moved over right yeah okay uh so we'll just try I know that happens time. with me sometimes yeah no problem i'll just re-invited her um and uh we'll give that a second so oh and i know sometimes i say and we kind of mentioned it as for those of you that don't watch the show as you're watching the show every letter that call wrote the person they never that was flashed. my guess okay so i don't know this for sure but yes each segment had a name before the segment right after the commercial break and i have the order of the names hold on um uh and i'm sorry to cut you off but no i problem. just i knew where you were going i just wanted to to so it was like michonne negan enid simon jadis and rick so i wonder if he would have sent jadis and simon letters i can see kind of him sending michonne one obviously negan one enid one simon and jadis that felt a little like i wonder if if carl would have actually sent them letters i don't know uh and then rick you know but maybe he wrote letters to more because if he wrote one to negan maybe he wrote one to everyone who was a uh leader or something right or names that you've heard of or so or have they've had some form of interaction with them right uh and i sent the invite miss smart she yeah try she- refreshing there you go she already said it she's way ahead of me that's why she's smart guys um but yeah they did do that and so i wonder if it was letters and if so i wonder if it's going to be something they keep up for the rest of the season because you remember how they started every a lot of episodes with close-ups of faces last season mm-hmm. or last first half of the season mm-hmm. i wonder because this storytelling was very compelling in my opinion this is more that this was much tighter storytelling than they've been doing right and i think and i like this format because i think because we're getting closer to the end and i do agree with you i think we're gonna get more of jeffrey Dean morgan right and the thing is oh not trying to funny i think some of the ratings went down because people was like hey i came for jeffrey Dean morgan he's barely fucking here i also wonder if uh the letters were to her was in broken english who knows you know uh they <laughs> use complete words i just need to know um you never know mm-hmm. uh did the letter i was surprised the letter to negan didn't just say fuck you you know nah. one last fuck you from the grave carl you know oh lord all right, i think miss smart is is officially here all right cool Yay. all right let's read some uh letters all right so i forgot during the feedback show to read the uh it was by accident the comments for recipes fatty car episode 1628 we got done and roger's like i didn't do it so i'll read them now uh i'm going to wait to see how this season ends five stars for this awesome recap rest in paradise carl says d ramsey ph uh black underscore dante uh says y'all gave my nigga killer car killer main carl fetty carl young c murder 
the send-off that he didn't get on social media and i i appreciate it i kept seeing so many people complain about how long it was taking him to die as if they were just going to quickly off the literal protagonist's <laughs> son right that said nowadays i just let folks cook to protect my own sanity love y'all and keep up the good work as always and now the script of the fetid car has been scripted away <laughs> 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 yeah um i yeah i well i've kind of been on that for a while i'm not arguing with you over no fucking tv show Mm-mm. that's just ridiculous y'all don't have to like it but you know that I, I i don't know how the fuck you kill chandler riggs and don't give him that extra 30 minutes that he deserved when y'all have wasted literal episodes on bullshit for that was an hour and a half to milk them commercials so come on i will i will you gonna put some respect on my man chandler riggs name yeah the hell out of that episode he was too. acting <laughs> uh thanks so much for the new t-shirt designs big thanks to the artist trey swindu no problem i see a lot of people wearing them and sporting them and people taking pictures on social media yes our shirts are all over the globe shout out to my man who took one i think it was 04 soldier he took one uh picture of his shirt and he was on his way to his uh midterms i know got uh, teachers going what's that on your shirt our girl falcons diva is on vacation and she took a shirt a picture at costa rica with our shirt living it up come on listen we appreciate y'all uh are you gonna miss fetty car was the poll yes or no 74 percent said yes they will miss fetty car 26 percent said no they won't and miss ct left a comment as much as we love to see the hero survive call storyline had run his course he did his job he grew up he found puppy love and he took himself out to spare the two strongest adults in his life while i've been over his story for a while this last episode had me in tears a few times especially the moments with his little sister side note is she ever not going to be an infant never mind it's still too soon anyway rest in peace carl you are a real one yeah i feel like they could have gone further with carl but i also understand your point you know what i mean but i think they could have taken it further and you know we never carl never even got none he just died a virgin right no um so so that so we know we may we don't know his business like that uh i i could tell by the way he died he ain't getting none I just, <laughs> really mm-hmm. oh if ina turner if ina turns up pregnant you need to apologize to me okay all I will. I'm saying. he would have still been alive if, if he had got some <laughs> He wouldn't have been out there saving random people for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, no, I'm, I got things to do. So, no, you can't come with us, Saeed. Get your Sadiq. Get your ass up out of here. Shit. I'm about to see my baby at Hilltop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Carl, you stay here and guard Alexandria. No, nah, I think I'm going to go to Hilltop. I think I'm going to see. There's some things there's to some do. some things I need to take care of up there, Dad. You can't hold me in here. Uh, all right uh we got a couple emails greg says hey rod and karen man does it feel like forever since we've seen a good episode of walking dead i'll admit last week's episode was boring and like many other people i blame scott dimple gimple and swore i would never watch again only to find my ass sitting in front of a couch and again this sunday just a couple things man i don't know how y'all thought y'all just didn't love carl the way we did right you know like my man carl died and i was in the house listening to fucking uh gangster lean <laughs> yes gangster lean why have to go so soon why young bring them back lord it seems like 
yes. take me with carl take me I'm with thrilled. him put me in the casket with him take me instead lord not young fatty carl why that's how i felt i don't know why <laughs> born we that that we've watched that little motherfucker grow up man literally grow up y'all don't have feel no attachment to these characters i guess i guess i don't know carl was different for me mm-hmm. plus i never thought the show had a ball to kill that little nigga i was nope. sure Chandler Riggs is gonna be 25 on season 27 of The Walking Dead or whatever. Right. Season 12 of The Walking Uh Dead. (laughs) Rick Grimes is in a wheelchair and Freddy Carl is the new leader. I thought, I thought that boy had a bright future and they said, nah, we killing the homie. Mm mm mm. Uh, so he says, number one, am I overthinking it or does Jadis never address Michonne? it could be because i'm still in full accent black panther mo are you ah! wait which way the black panther the regular way or the uh forest whitaker bleak panther way <laughs> mo but when rick and michelle showed up in the junkyard jadis only addressed him oh now nah, we know what that is that's that white female aggression we seen we seen when she uh-huh. tried to she tried to fuck rick in front of her man yeah she did in front of, in front of michelle i mean like oh yeah uh so you 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 let you gonna let me hit that and michonne look like girl if we didn't need you nah i would fuck you up that's why she let him leave her <laughs> she knew it was wrong she waited to that guy on the road like you really just gonna leave okay well cool uh two speaking on that didn't jay just ask if she could have after about rick and michonne still wanted to help her what is it about jadis that gives me alice from resident evil vibes the haircut maybe it's her hanging out in the z park in a white nighty. oh well uh i mean for all we know maybe michonne was gonna hit it too i don't know you never know uh michonne like yeah we could do some things possibly number three <laughs> oh rick i has confusion first is we gotta get the trash people and then there are people not theirs 15 minutes later rick oh there's only one of them left fuck her savage oh now come on you gotta be down with that you sound like you don't if you don't if you don't love fatty car i don't know why you have any love for the trash people sound like you on rick team on that one number four is anyone else more of a fan of simon than i am after uh watching this episode at first i was like what the fuck simon but i realized he was saving us all from listening to the caveman talk and instantly want want megan and him to fight for a supreme white leader oh lord (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i I was team Simon. i was team simon like negan shit is convoluted as fuck team i like i said and we killed the garbage people i said you know what i actually do want this I wanted him to look dead in that camera and be like, you're welcome, America. Fuck these garbage people. Uh, lastly, the solar panels. Helipad and shelf-stable food makes me think that the junkyard is really a disguise, some sort of bunker or something. What if they lived underground or something and the trash is just to protect all the goods they have? Something worth discussing. Anyways, until next next episode, until Heath comes back, see you later. Yeah, yes, you know mm. what? They're going to fuck around. He's going to wash up on shore somewhere. He ain't got no job. He need to show back. Oh, he coming back with that terrible wig. Mm-hmm. Uh, his hair gonna be all fucked up from the sea. He gonna have to cut it off. He yeah, gonna show up with that haircut with I the Caesar. I hope it just bald. Right. <laughs> he gonna show up. Like, with the, like the fish ate it off. He gonna show up with that black bower haircut. He's like, what happened? Ah! Oh man, I fell in the sea, dog. You know, 
but... okay i got i got a crazy side theory mm-hmm. I, i've already written about him being i've already written about him being in a hood situation where it's all black and brown people but mm-hmm. what if and work with me on this mm-hmm. when easy e faked his death and moved to chicago to become a chef right mm-hmm. yep what if the z pop it pops off while he has a food truck and he and his girl drive south because he know he's got family down south mm. but then they get stuck in the dc metropolitan area mm-hmm. bam heath and easy back together again right making and, music and then we have have ice cube joy um uh because he just was in den of thieves and he survived the whole thing so he could be like look i'm a heist i heist people now okay that's I'm what a i do i'm a, we mm-hmm. gonna heist the zombie apocalypse we about to break in people's shit i'll watch that series just uh nwa it could be called straight out of alexandria or yeah. something straight out of the z-pock and uh yeah we got us a good spinoff i'm here for it they said they're not gonna out of, not out of the z-pock straight into the z pops. give us our emmy right i believe <laughs> i believe we just won several they did <laughs> they did say that um the walking dead is planning several more spinoff shows but they didn't say in what like on what format so i don't know that it's all gonna be tv shows mm-hmm. but they said they were gonna do some spinoffs i would watch uh straight into the z pop okay mm-hmm. i'll watch it oh, and, and maybe maybe mm-hmm. it is me uh, because I like to w- watch brown people survive the Z-Pot, I would love for them to go somewhere outside of on the North America continent. Like Africa, Z-Pot? N- not, mm. not, not even there. Just, you know, you could go to, to uh, Europe. Europe. You can go to Asia. Well, why? But you said... Outside wait. of North America, remember? Cause it's but like, I thought you said you want to see brown people. Ain't there brown people in Europe and Asia? Oh, uh, so, but I mean, you can do that shit in America then. I mean, if that's all it is. <laughs> no, uh, I I'm talking about was... other cultures. Like, I would actually like to see the Z-Pop in other cultures, other places. Yeah, but don't, okay. I, I thought you were just gonna say like Jamaica or somewhere with a lot of black people. Ah. You just said some places where it, they could be like, okay, it's Europe, but it's white people. No, no, no. Yeah, so that ain't exactly, nah, I want. No, I'm brown people, they're brown people. I want Europe. a 0% chance of error. Africa. <laughs> i want to go straight to Astra, africa jamaica i I want it to be like you know one white person on the whole show like i don't want i want to be ah, all okay black yes, people yes, 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 everybody yes. here great you know <laughs> people detroit yeah detroit. that's it, it makes sense detroit we could get zeke's uh mm-hmm. prequel chicago story. zeke prequel story him and him in detroit niggas in the z pop mm-hmm. um but yeah they did say that uh they plan to do more walking dead walking dead uh spinoffs and also of note um their um i think her name is lauren cohen um she is the woman who plays maggie Mm -hmm. and she wants to be paid as much as rick and daryl because she's like my character is super important at this point yes she is um i want my salary to match it and our boy who plays zeke carrie payton came out in support of her so good on him right 
uh all right the walking dead feedback from eve high ride karen and miss smart i actually kind of felt sorry for the junk to cons yeah they were shitty allies but all they wanted was to be left alone in the first place at least we got to see jada speaking like a human being again i do think she cared about her people rick Mm -hmm. was wrong for telling her that she got her people killed oh the irony of him saying that and then negan telling him he got carl killed come on magnifique thank you that karma is fast in the motherfucker ain't it <laughs> mm-hmm. uh that was like rubbing salt in the wounds because it was the same thing negan said to him negan's going to light simon up when he finds out simon blatantly disobeyed him but what if simon got people loyal to him and that ain't his first time doing it and the savior's gonna have like a little insurrection a little savior civil war possibly true because them dudes ain't come back and tell either i'm just saying because, but also they didn't know the orders mm-hmm but i also feel like negan likes what was i gonna say negan negan is keeping them in line not the other way around correct so i wouldn't be surprised if you know simon could find some sympathetic ears and saviors and be like hey man this nigga soft we could be in here just killing the fuck out of people taking all that shit fuck them all and plus we ain't got no wives you know what i'm saying like <laughs> we all sitting around with no wives this nigga got all the wives for real uh speaking of negan fuck him i don't want to see him redeemed i hope he dies i hope they shove lucille up his bare asshole till it comes out his mouth he's oh. done <laughs> oh he's done way too much for me to Violet? be okay with the vision carl has of him in the future i hope i have to assume that oceanside will eventually join the fight or that storyline was a big fat nothing burger although enid was bold as hell for telling cindy that her that her grandmother got herself killed i would have at least mushed her in the face if i was cindy well you know what else there was cindy and them ain't got no guns that's why they was talking greasy i see rachel is still bloodthirsty she for sure it would be lethal i need her and henry to run up on a few saviors and become the deadliest kid killers in the z-pox since carl i'm still enjoying this show but i have to admit this war is going on way too long well war is hell okay see that's what's wrong with y'all americans y'all think war supposed to take three weeks of drones in iraq well this is what war looks like when you're on the ground killing people face to face every week in the z-pox it's not fun is it see obama was right they need to hurry up and wrap this up ready for the next villain eve i feel you and thank you for your email what are you guys looking forward to next week miss smart um i'm looking forward to finding out if judith calls michonne mama oh <laughs> care what about you oh i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to see if rick and them gonna read the rest of those letters that uh carl wrote that's mm. gonna be interesting i'm also looking forward to seeing uh the aftermath at the savior compound when uh negan find out that he killed them people so in the trailer they show gabe so mm-hmm. i i want to see how the fuck is sick gabe gonna get dr carson back to hilltop uh with the flu like this might be his michael jordan flu game if this nigga can come through on this because he like <laughs> i hope he make it too he like he was on his deathbed i don't like even was it uh uh not the white uh what's the uh eugene said he ain't like he was gonna make it okay so that's one the second thing in the preview it looks like they gotta make it in the hilltop through negan's men so the only way they can go is through this real dangerous swamp that is full filled with zombies that even negan's men won't go in there 
and dwight is the one leading them through there that's not gonna go well some like somebody either gonna get bit or uh someone gonna kill dwight because i just don't see how they gonna be so trusting of that nigga you know and daryl and tara don't even fuck with uh dwight like that for him to be instructing them on how to survive it's, it's gonna be ugly and then the last thing is um in the preview they also showed that uh maggie is starting to uh restrict the pow rights she don't respect uh <laughs> she don't respect the geneva convention Mm-mm. she was telling them cut off the rations and homeboy was like but i i eat the rations she's like no more turnips bitch it's war so i'm looking forward to all that guys uh we'll be back next week miss smart thank you so much thank for you, smart. coming and reviewing this with us we appreciate you no problem and don't forget if people are looking for jobs hit me up i won't accept everybody but i'm looking for you know at least three to five people who i can work with there you go guys make sure y'all do yeah. that what's the email address one more time it is think pretty smart at gmail.com there you go guys and follow her on twitter she's think underscore p underscore smart she's uh one of the funniest um uh, live tweeters uh when it comes to this stuff i always follow her tweets so Mm -hmm. um uh and a lot it's a lot of pro-slavery stuff so make sure you come prepared (laughs) it's a little little harsh but you know i think you guys enjoy it uh we'll be back on saturday <laughs> we'll be back on Saturday. It's uh, pro it's mm-hmm. oh, I was gonna say it's pro distribution of labor. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um ah! We'll see you guys Saturday for our <laughs> feedback show. Uh I don't know when me and Bossy are doing this too much, but I'm sure we'll be scheduling that sometime in the next few days as well. Uh balls deep and pregame are already out for today and um that i and then oh and we'll probably have to do a review for wrinkle in time because we're planning on seeing that tomorrow as well so yay all right guys we will talk to you um am i i feel like i'm missing something were we a guest on anything were you a guest on something uh oh oh. karen was a guest on deep palm show yes uh it's called the uh dope show well and it's in mtr network's premium feed so i don't know if it's out yet but obviously when that's out make sure you guys go check that out uh and i now i think that's everything you on something or no i don't think i was on nothing okay we work hard y'all okay we can't we got it we got to get a list together Mm -hmm. put it out but yeah we've been on a lot of shit all right guys we'll be back soon uh we was on a lot of shit except for um the best podcast in charlotte list on how to um no we didn't make that list i saw that today i was like these (laughs) niggas whatever all right we'll be back (laughs) we'll be back tomorrow uh saturday until then i love you i love you too